Hello everyone, I hope everyone's doing good. You're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Vusani and Sizwe. You cannot miss this one. Hey everyone, you're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Hi, <laughs> you're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Vusani Mateva. You're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Hey, you're listening to Busani and Sizwe, and this is your girlfriend's most favorite podcast. You don't want to miss this, Nana. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, what's up, everybody? You tuned into your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Busani Mativa. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Busani Mativa. What's up, good people? It's the time again for your girlfriend's favorite podcast. With Sizwe and Busani. What's good, everybody? What's poppin'? What's happening? You know what it is. Your girlfriend's favorite podcast with your boys, Sizwe and Busi. Let's get it. Man, it's episode 13. We're in the teens, dude. Fuck. I've been thinking about this all week and you just said it. 13, right? Episode 13. Your girlfriend's favorite podcast. It's me as usual, Vasani, with my boy, the day one partner, my partner. Yeah. Sizzle, the savage. Young Caesar. savage, man. That's good, bro. Yeah. You good? Uh, man, I'm just defeated by this weather, bro, but that's all. <laughs> good, bro. I never have any complaints about life. I don't know, man. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we get to the shit? Episode 13, I want to shout out everybody that's been listening since episode 1. We made it to the teens. It's been 13 weeks. What? 14 weeks, actually, because we missed one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Of doing the podcast, and it's been quite a good journey so far. Um, Vasanya the Violator. (laughs) (laughs) My Padre. You see what I did there? Padre. Padre. uh, Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're on our Saturday podcast shit, man. I feel good today, man. Yeah, I feel fucking good. Podcast. I'm ready. I'm ready to get straight to the shits, man. Get straight to the shits, man. Right, let's let me, do it. I got a new drop for us getting straight to the shits. Okay. You ready? Let's go. <laughs> let's get ready to Okay. Yes. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go straight into it. Let's go straight know. into it, man. I got a list. I got a little list. That I curated it in front of you. This so. <laughs> <laughs> never comes compared to podcasts, man. But, uh, yo, I don't know. First thing, I just want to get this off already. <laughs> get it off, man. Why the fuck was Twitter in Afrikaans? Raditate lane was Well, the timeline was fucked up, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like, I was going through some of that, and it wasn't only just basic Afrikaans. A lot of the shit was advanced, bro. I was like, the bro. fuck? <laughs> like, there was some things I just couldn't understand. I just scrolled right past. I think I read a lot, and it, yeah. it was definitely, definitely. I there. saw a lot of people comment, 80 blow. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that like our favorite Afrikaans thing to say, bro? 80 blow. Did you see how it actually started, though? How did it start, bro? I never (laughs) know how Twitter trends start. Some guy, right? He, like, you know how everyone was changing their profile pictures and, like, their Twitter name? Yeah. To, like, an Afrikaans name. Mm -hmm. So some guy called, I think his name was, like, Sianda or Busiso or something. Okay. 
you changed like to some Francois van der Meve or some <laughs> shit. And then he tweeted like a PayPal thing, like a GoFundMe type shit. Like right. all this uh, genocide of white farmers. I need to get Fuck. out of here, right? Yeah. And then white people bought it. They actually thought he was one of them because they just saw the profile picture uh, and Francois or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they started funding his GoFundMe shit. No, man. And then the rest of black Twitter were like, let's all pretend to be white Africans. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some dude on Twitter with, with, the, with the name like, Miss Apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a flipping Yaku as the profile picture, bro. I was like, shit. Like, Miss Apartheid, yeah, you got some balls, bro. <laughs> Fuck. So that's how the Twitter trend started. Yeah. So now everybody's just in an Afrikaans frenzy. Like, we all forgot about Afrikaans once we, we graduated kind of Bro. thing. Now, we're back. <laughs> we're like, back. everyone was lying. Guys spent years tweeting, I don't understand Afrikaans. Yeah, they all know Afrikaans <laughs> all of a sudden, bro. Black Twitter, I'm disappointed. Bro, it was super, wild. Super like, disappointed. <laughs> like, one, after I saw one tweet, I was like, all right, it's strange. <laughs> then, like, when Retreat. I saw one of my friends, yeah, sorry, like, retweeting an Afrikaans profile like I'm like what the fuck I was like, <laughs> I was like wait, wait when did you start like messing with these type of Twitter accounts uh, and I'm like wait no this is some black person <laughs> they just have a white profile picture niggas oh, that was hilarious though anyway should we get into international news international let's do it yeah now. because wait first of all like I've got something to address do we talk about enough local shit on this podcast I don't think so. You don't think so? We just nah. spoke about 80 Blow, bro. <laughs> we just spoke about the like, Blow for no 80 Blow, we spoke about it. 80 Blow, we did, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we go like 70 30. 70 30. We do like a lot of international. I but, mean, we spoke about AKA at length last week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but don't worry, I've got some local shit lined up for okay. later. Let's, okay. go in, let's go international. See what's I happening. I want to talk about. The 21 Savage shit, okay? Oh, so 21st. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so 21st. Like, I see, like, a lot of the news sources already pretty much covered the topic. Yeah. But they didn't address one thing that I found absolutely hilarious. What happened? Demi Lovato being cancelled. <laughs> well, her cancelling herself. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> so, I see fucking Wale um, tweeted... How dare you do this type of shit when everybody, when, when you didn't want nobody to be on your back for the OD thing, because she OD'd oh, on yeah. heroin and shit. And that was a huge Twitter joke. And he said, like, how dare you laugh at somebody in our culture when you don't want to be laughed at? So she felt pretty shit about this. She's like, uh, yeah. yeah, she shared a meme, by the way, just some backstory. She shared a meme and it was fucking hilarious, dude. She's like, you know, these old Renaissance paintings of... Guys writing shit down in a journal. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. They're like, like this the is feather how, pen. <laughs> yeah, the feather pen. Exactly. <laughs> this is how Twenty One Savage has been writing rhymes all this time. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking retweeted that picture, bro. I finished myself when I saw that picture. Uh, Next thing you know, Wale is on her case. Like, why are you sharing this? Why are you sharing this shit? Yeah. Type of thing. And she's like, to everybody saying that I'm being mean to Twenty One Savage and bringing up my old addiction problems. Fuck you, wada wada wada. Like, there was a whole Twitter thread, and then she deactivated the account. No replies, bro. She just Damn. said what she had to say and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I found that funny, bro. Like, yeah. I could just imagine what she looked like in the situation. Like, typical white girl man. <laughs> I saw some of the Twitter commentary, like, some of the memes where people were like, 
21 Savage gets deported. Everyone, like, LMAO, they're dying. <laughs> and then they're like, Demi Lovato says, lol. And everyone's like, boy, what you talking about? Yeah, you did coke. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, oh, man. That hilarious. Man, oh, man. Yeah. Poor Demi, man. Like, why do you have to do her like that? <laughs> like, I think she can kind of handle it when... Her, like little people are doing it, like people with a hundred followers or whatever. Yeah, people like us. <laughs> but then when, but like when some like your peers are doing it, people that are in your industry are like, dude, shut the fuck up, kind of thing. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, then then it's it, it gets a little bit like Wale has written shit for Demi Lovato, bro. A lot of oh, people don't real? know that Wale is out here, bro. <laughs> I always wave the Wale flag, bro. I'm out here with the Niger flag. <laughs> but y'all, y'all think Wally is just some bum ass. But we're, that's a topic for a different day, man. He wrote for Demi. He wrote Wait, for Demi. He's written he? for Drake. I don't know, bro. He's I, a I pop writer. Bro. Song, Wally bro. writes pop songs. Yeah, but I can shows, see that though. But yeah. it just shows like yeah. Wally could be a pop star if he wanted to, like a pop rapper if he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he could. But he's so true to writing bars. And that's a topic for another. <laughs> we're gonna get fucking sidetracked by all this shit. I don't know, man. I feel like we just started. Let's see. Yeah, but that's crazy. I feel like people deactivate all the time and then it come should be back. back man. Yeah, it should, be, should back. be back. It happens, you know. It happens all the time. You just get some heat for a day or two and you're like, fuck it, I'm out. Well, she deserved it, dude. If I was her and I knew how much like I was a joke on Twitter yeah, for some like shit more serious than this, than what 20, 21 Savage is going through. I would just keep my mouth shut for a really long time, dude. The internet has a long memory, dude. <laughs> People true. pull shit out from the archives and be like, remember when you were in rehab for the past <laughs> Niggas are fucking ruthless bro, out here. That's bro. true. It's fucking crazy. Some people just can't take shots. Like, you you have too much bad history my to do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Demi, shut the fuck up from now on <laughs> if this podcast ever reaches you. <laughs> Oh, she doesn't have a Twitter, it probably won't, but just shut the fuck up from now on. Do you know who I miss while they're not on Twitter? Who do you miss? What is that lady? Azealia Banks. Oh, fuck Azealia Banks. <laughs> I really hate that woman, dude. <laughs> I really don't like Azealia Banks, man. Azealia Banks is hilarious because she wows out and disses the whole world and then plays victim as soon as people call her out. Exactly. Like it's a constant cycle. Do you remember when she was on Wild and Out? Now they're talking about Wild and Out. <laughs> <laughs> when she was on Wild and Out, dude, they made her fucking cry, dude. Mm. DC Youngfly made that chick cry. She actually got the fuck out of there. I remember released that. a statement on Instagram saying um, that wasn't rehearsed. They took it too far. Like, yeah. bitch, grow the fuck up. Like, just grow the fuck up. Yeah, that's Azealia. She's like the female soldier boy. Except she doesn't know how to play the trolling role exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. Soldier Boy has been taking shots, bro. We've been taking the piss yeah. <laughs> with Soldier Boy, but Soldier Boy is a troll at heart. He bro. is a troll, bro. He is a troll. I don't know. It, being an internet troll takes a lot of takes a lot of finesse, a lot of precision. And Soldier Boy's got it down to a T. And thick skin. Like, it takes thick skin. You gotta be able to take what you dish out. Like yeah. you really need to be able to do that. So think about Soldier Boy gets relevant. Disappears slowly. Yeah. Gives us like a year break. Then he comes back out talking shit talking and he's shit. relevant again. It's crazy. I'm sure his streaming numbers have gone up like since this whole press run of 
uh, you guys say I ain't shit. Yeah. You guys say I ain't shit. Press run has been insane, bro. <laughs> like, calling out everyone. I'm sure the streaming numbers have done fucking phenomenal since that, dude. He's got a meme out. He's got a meme. Yeah, that Drake. Oh, <laughs> can I just screenshot that part and use it as a meme now? Oh man, the Gucci headband shall forever be <laughs> iconic. Yeah, that dude. headband is washed. <laughs> like, dude, there was yeah. a time where it looked crisp and like fresh, and now it just looks so wrinkled. Like, After the first interview, it looked fucking like it. Like the first interview was fucking fire. After that, you could see it was the same headband. <laughs> like the following day, from Breakfast Club to <laughs> Everyday Struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, just the same man. shit, bro. Yeah, man. Young soldier. Big Draco. I don't know. <laughs> you got anything else, by the way? International. International. What do we got? Let me see the list. Oh, yeah. I've got some shit. Yeah, yeah. Go I got it, some go smoke. Some smoke. Because we're on YouTube now. <laughs> okay. We're not like YouTubers, but we're, we're on YouTube. We're on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So I got some smoke, man. Let me, let me get some some shit out. <laughs> To all you bum-ass YouTube couples. <laughs> Content is whack. <laughs> For real, though, like, I'm tired of going onto YouTube and seeing a million and one YouTube couples doing whack content. Yeah. Like, honestly, that shit is so played out. It's bro. super... <laughs> bro yeah. it is it's wild to me like all you gotta do is find someone a female mm. just put a camera in front of you guys shoot the video put it on youtube be like boyfriend does girls makeup and one million views. one million views and it's the dumbest shit ever I, like opt right up to couple videos so watching someone react is my next worst category of dude, videos. Oh, for real. I hate dude. reaction videos. For real, dude. <laughs> like, who the fuck... Like, when you're using the YouTube platform, who goes to YouTube and searches girlfriend does boyfriend's makeup? <laughs> that shit is crazy, dude. Like, who fucking does that? I go to YouTube to watch basketball highlights, <laughs> conspiracy videos, and, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson videos. That's all I fucking watch on Bro. YouTube, right? <laughs> Like, the last thing I'm watching is so-and-so reacts to sicko mode. What the fuck? Fuck, bro. <laughs> I reacted it to myself. Like, exactly. fuck out of here, bro. Like, and that makes me question, like, a lot of things, like, relationships, right? Yeah. Do people base their relationships on these couple videos on YouTube? Like, do people actually use these videos as a guideline? Like, oh, we should be like that, and our relationship will be good. Because you don't know what the fuck those people are doing, right? They could be having the worst relationship ever. It's true. Just that they didn't show on the camera. People are super, super superficial. That's what I want to say, but I I realized (laughs) mid-sentence that that was going to sound stupid. People are superficial. Mega superficial. (laughs) So when they see these YouTube stars and shit doing it, they feel like that's goals. You know what what I mean? Like, when we do this, we're going to be like couple goals. I'm just wondering, like, when you're done doing that, how do you feel? Do you feel super corny? Because I know I would. <laughs> or do you feel like, I love her so much more after no, doing that? <laughs> like, I would feel super corny. Was man. that a bonding session for real? Like, I'd feel super... I, I feel corny thinking about it. Like, <laughs> why Putting myself in those shoes, I feel fucking weird, bro. It's weird to me, man. 
And even like the reacts thing, do people judge their how they like a movie or a song or whatever based on how someone else reacted to it? Like, oh, this guy's reaction video, he was hyped for it, so now nah, the song is dope. No, dude, like, that happens. Fun. That happens to me, dude. That's why I don't watch reaction videos anymore. I don't watch them, especially before I've heard it myself. Yeah. We've spoken about this, like... I don't need my fucking ear to be altered before I've even heard the shit, bro. Like, I need true. to go into it with an open mind kind of thing. I hate reaction videos. Like, I remember when uh, the album About Nothing came out, my favorite Wale project yet. Yeah, yeah. And Anthony Fantano, fucking guy, dude. Ugh, I hate that man. <laughs> I hate that guy, dude. He hates all of my favorites, dude. He hates Eminem. He hates Wale. Yeah. He hates fucking uh, Token. This new kid named Token. He hates him. Oh shit. And I'm listening to this fucking review. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't been able to get my hands on it. Yeah. And I hear this shit. This is back in 2015. I'm listening, listening, listening. He starts off by you know buttering you up like this is gonna be a good <laughs> reaction video. No, he starts by fucking. Buttering you up and then trashing the album completely. How do you yeah. trash the album about nothing, dude? And then he still scores it a 6 out of 10. For me, it's an 8 out of 10, bro. So like, you... It's one of the greatest albums since I've been listening yeah. to hip-hop that's ever come out, dude. So I fucking hate reaction videos for that. I hated the first five songs of that album because he said they were whack. Yeah, you see. They've grown on me in the past four years. Like, I love every, every track now. There's not like one song that I skip besides... Uh, the one time in Houston or some shit like that. I hate that song, bro. But that's it. Every 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 other song is rated an eight plus. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. It like it taints your view on it before mm. you even get the chance. Yeah, it does, dude. Hey man, it's, it's fucked up. People, please stop supporting these couple videos, man. Stop supporting couple videos and, and reaction, reaction videos. videos. Like honestly, we could get better content. Out there, my nigga. You know what we should do? Let's just sell out, dude. Let's just, <laughs> let's just come on here and talk about what just came out, the, like on Friday, following Saturday. Give ourselves three hours to listen to everything <laughs> and just talk about how great or how trash these niggas bro, are. Bro. Yeah, we're selling out, man. We're selling out. Starting next week, <laughs> this shall be a reaction video platform. Quick announcement: uh, while we're you know midway to music time. Vusa and I are going to be recording on Saturdays from now on. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, school and work, you know, our careers take priority. So. Yeah. With some broke niggas making moves yeah. in our lives. Until one of you niggas uh, cut the check for us, <laughs> we're going to be doing Saturday videos. Like, uh, that was wild. People were actually asking me yeah. uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Got a few messages from people at my number. They were like, where's the podcast? Mm. And then I told them some lies. I was like, nah, me and C's were split up. <laughs> <laughs> Doing our own thing. <laughs> we went our separate ways. <laughs> and then I was like, what? wait, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, we just fought over some bullshit. <laughs> Creative difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's man. only real niggas that are asking where the podcast is, man. Uh, that means we do have like some people that are waiting for this shit. You know I, I mean? It made me happy because a lot of people, when I told them that, Cause at first I was thinking, do I just tell them, oh, we're moving it to Saturdays or whatever? Mm. And I was like, wait, let me see what they'd say if I said it's done. Yeah. Podcast is over. Twelve. And people were genuinely like, no, why? Is, why is it over? Like we want more. So I was like, all right, some good encouragement. Yeah, know? yeah. No, that's that's dope. Shout out to whoever, like whoever that is. I mean, none of my friends give a fuck. They didn't, even, <laughs> they didn't even notice like that. There's no podcast. So yeah, fuck all of you niggas. Yeah, man. <clears throat> 
Anyways, I want to talk about a tragedy that happened. Sad, 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 sad moment in South African history. What happened? Uh, the bridge collapse. Well, the walkway collapse at that. Um, oh, that's cool. school Driuk oh, yeah. thing, man. I think that was really sad. Uh, so like, I feel really sorry for the parents, dude. Same, man. Like, <sighs> man. I don't understand how something like that happens. Like, if you're building a school, you need to make sure the structure is up to standard. You know, up yeah, to, dude. Like yeah. something like this should never happen. It shouldn't you know, be a happening. Walkway collapsing and. Kids, not even just getting injured, but dying. Dying as well. That's fucked up, man. And I heard that um, <clears throat> one of the parents, on her way to see one of her kids, she died. She got into a car accident. Damn. So fucked, dude. And, like, another thing that made me really angry, dude. Made me really angry. And I don't give a fuck, because I know that my black card has been long revoked by <laughs> the forces that be. <laughs> the forces. But everybody on Twitter, not everybody... A lot of people on Twitter are making it a black-white thing. They're saying, we don't give a fuck that these white kids died. We don't give a fuck about their parents. We don't give a fuck about... Th- like, nigga, like, I don't care how you feel about white people, but do you have no regard for human life? Like, bro. this is not, like... I don't care what you say, bro. This is, that's just wrong, bro. Yeah, that is Th- that, fucked That's up. fucked up. Like, so what if they might not have sympathy or empathy for you if that if that were to ever happen to you so what bro why not be the better person why not be the bigger person in that situation and be like you know what you've been through a tough thing um we feel sorry for you and we're sorry that this happened that's as simple as it is bro but if your first reaction is good riddance to the white kids that died three less problems to worry about i saw that tweet dude three less problems to worry about when the death toll was at three yeah I was like, messed up. fuck me, dude. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you people, bro? Like, you need to reevaluate your life. Your fuck, trip, like man. That. That's, that's, I don't know. That's again, something I want to segue into off of this. This yeah. black-white thing. I don't know. Okay, I, I first wanted to get some jokes off, but we'll get to jokes later. <laughs> <laughs> so, black-white thing. Uh, there's that video that's trending. Mm-hmm. Where the white teacher slapped that black student. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So basically, it's like a student misbehaving or some shit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. I'll play the advocate on both sides, right? Right. So the teacher says to that student, "I told you not to speak that language in my class or something like that." Speaking Zulu or whatever. Yeah, that's wrong, right? Right. Because I went to at my high school, Alberton High. There was right. also racism like that, right? Where teachers would pull out this whole. This is an English school. You speak English. And then let Afrikaans kids speak Afrikaans and not let black kids speak any African language. Yeah. So that was fucked up on the teacher's part. Yeah. Right. She was wrong for that. And then what was fucked up on the student's part is the student kept misbe- on misbehaving. Like she had her phone out. Everything the teacher's like, you know, put your phone away, just behave, keep quiet, all that. Yeah. And you know, these new generation of kids, they two thousand don't, don't give a fuck. They don't bro. give a two shit. They're not afraid of any adults. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's wild to me. Like it's crazy. These new this new generation is not afraid. So she didn't give a damn. It got a bit heated. Anyway, I think teacher got a bit aggressive, like really in the child's face. The child pushed the desk onto the teacher. And like when, because the teacher took the phone, right? Mm, mm. 
So then the child got up after she pushed the desk, went straight up, squared up the teacher, like looking her face right in the eyes, right? Face to face. And then the you teacher... Have some nerve <coughs> these days, bro. She grabbed, shit scared to do yeah, that. Yeah, she grabbed her phone back. Teacher then proceeded... Out of the phone's hand? Out of the teacher's hand? The teacher put on her desk. Oh, she man. took the phone back, right? To that, maybe to like a step or two back. Mm-hmm. Teacher's like, yo, you've been disrespecting me, whatever. Gave a slap. Bam! Five fingers to the face, right? Jesus. On some Rick James shit. <laughs> so, Rick Flair, nigga. <laughs> Rick Flair. Rick James is a musician. <laughs> okay. Right, so she slapped her. Boom. Instantly, Twitter's reaction. Racism, racism, racism. Black, white, thing, racism, right? And I knew that would happen because right. the moment there's violence between the two different races, no one wants to give a fuck about what's what each person is doing wrong that's true they just like this is racism especially if it's the white person hitting the black person right 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 like is in that case so my thing was yes that teacher did show elements of racism right by telling that child not to speak that language we don't know what language she was speaking because that's how the video just starts yeah so that's fucked maybe up. maybe the kid was swearing you see that's what I'm saying. There's so many alternatives. We don't know if the kid was speaking an African language. We don't know if maybe they're using foul language. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what was going on. We just heard, stop speaking. I told you not to speak that language. Mm-hmm. And then, so it all escalates. Teacher, after you, gets violent. You yeah. know, corporal punishment's not acceptable anymore. Not anymore, yeah. But I feel like these 2000s need it. But, but at the same on. time, <laughs> yeah, like, at the same time, I feel like, in a situation like this where clearly there's a disrespect for a learner, because we've all been in school, right. and we all come out of school, and we all, I think, know that you either look back at yourself and you go, you know, I could have been a better behaved person. Like It's really it's so simple to it's go to true. class and keep quiet it's and do your work. It's the easiest thing ever. <laughs> like, you're not even respecting the teacher. You're just keeping quiet and doing your work. Yeah. It's like... So I feel like in these cases, we can avoid this whole racism chat if these kids just fucking behave. Mm, Honestly. It's true. If these kids just fucking behave, do what the teacher asks them, keep quiet and do your work. Such simple steps. Yeah. We will not have these problems where now we're divided saying, oh, some of y'all are defending this racist or oh, some uh, some people are like it's not racism; it's just a matter of discipline. Let me let me retort, bruh. Let me let me just give you my opinion because I know that I'm gonna get heat for it, but it's whatever. <clears throat> Firstly, under no circumstances are you allowed to hit a kid or any yeah, human being that was because up. that it becomes a law issue. It's no longer like a um, disciplining this kid; it's it's a like assault. Yeah, any kid can say this teacher assaulted me. So, under no circumstances, no matter how disrespectful the kid is, I understand the anger aspect of it. She probably slapped this kid out of anger, like, you've been disrespecting the fuck out of me. Yeah. But it's still not legally or, like, like uh, morally right, even according to the school's code of conduct, probably. Teachers are not allowed to do that shit. Secondly, <clears throat> I can say this from the kids that I know that went to African schools. Teachers hit students, bro. Afrikaans teachers hit students. Whether you're black or you're white, you get hit in those schools. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Pubs was at Parkton Boys. This is not an African school, but it's a totally different example. He got hit by his black teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Made him do 
push-ups on pencils, like with his knuckles, like that. Damn. Bruh, it was hectic. A white teacher did the same thing to him. Is it racism now? No, nah, it's because this... <laughs> you understand what I mean? Yeah. People are quick to this racism thing. Maybe it was racism. That We should always keep that at the back of our minds. But it shouldn't be the first thing South Africans go to. Like, every time there's a black-on-white altercation, bro. Like, exactly. niggas Sometimes get angry, bro. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes niggas just, just get angry. angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, not every single time a white person is angry, it's racism. Literally. Sometimes it's just anger. Nigga, my brother got beat so many times by black teachers. Are you going to say the black teacher is racist to his black student? You see. He whooped black kids. He whooped white kids. He whooped Indian kids. He's not a racist. That's just the way the school is run, bruh. That's the way the school is run. So we don't know. Maybe the school is run like that. Maybe they do have corporal punishment that the teachers, that the parents of the school accept. Because my parents were like, yeah, beat him. <laughs> if you, if yeah. he's out of line, beat him. Bruh. Like it's a boy's school kind of thing. Yeah. And if it's a female teacher slapping a female student, it should be acceptable to some degree. But yeah. we don't know if that's the way the school is run or not. Bruh. We just see the video. We're like, ah, racist. Nah, come on. It's wild. Like, it's wild, man. That's what I'm saying. I hate that this racism thing. I know that we ca- we cannot avoid it because of the history of our country and the current times of our country. Definitely, like racism is in South Africa. It's in South Africa's DNA. It's very very rife. Yeah. But the thing is that I feel like we need to be more woke, so to speak, mm. and look at all the possibilities instead of just jumping straight out to racism, racism. like everything. You know what I mean? Anyways, should we lighten the mood? It's music time anyways. I want to mention one more slap. One more honorable slap. (laughs) Honorable slap. Go for it. Yo, did you see that EFF slap at the sauna? I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Was it racist too? We'll never know. (laughs) That slap was wild, man. man, It was crazy. Round of applause to gave that slap, man. It was a good slap. Uh, top five slaps. <laughs> like mm. I saw niggas listed with they're like, who slaps better? Black coffee or the EFF? <laughs> the black coffee one was fucking crazy though. Like I feel like all the power that he lacks on the one hand. <laughs> yeah man, definitely it's made up in the other, bro. Like nah, nah, I actually want people to tell us, man, who slept better? Black coffee or EFF comrades? <laughs> Shit, that was crazy. You could hear it, bro. That's the thing. Bro. It was already a loud surrounding. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I loved it. I loved it. I loved seeing that footage, man. Oh. But was it racist? There, there, there's another example of black people not owning up to their own shit. Yeah. Was that racist? You, see? you don't see white people jumping out the face like... These bloody blacks are racist. <laughs> they slapping us in public. And... No, only black people do that shit when it happens to them, bro. Just oh, like man. relax. Everybody just needs to relax. Like let's. South Africa needs some peace, man. We need some damn peace and consistency. Keep the same energy, bro. Keep the same energy. All right, let's segue into music. Mm. Songs of the week. Let's see. What, what's your What's your pick? What song have you been living with, man? This uh, week. Other than uh, listening to Rio Cragen, maybe some of you guys have heard of him. He's really popular on Spotify. I saw he's got like 24 million listens. Oh, shit. Already? Yeah, he's quite popular. This song is called In Too Deep. He's one of those singing, rapping niggas. Oh, you yeah, can kind of yeah. do both. So here we go. Rio Cragen, In Too Deep.
song actually i like that absolutely fire man yeah, i said nigga sounds a bit like jaden smith yeah it's pretty fire can you hear the influence yeah it reminds me of that meme where jaden tweeted a picture of him and j cole and he's like something like based about j cole being the figure he always looked up to oh and niggas in the comments were like your dad's literally will smith <laughs> <laughs> 
like, how much more looking up do you need to do, bro? Like, shit. Anyway, man, my pick this week, it's actually a new song. You know when artist drops a snippet? Like, they drop a snippet, like, months, right? Mm. Back. Yeah. And the snippet is absolute 30 seconds of fire. And you're like, when is this song dropping? Yeah. You tweet the nigga. I tweeted this nigga, man. <laughs> you tweet I, I, I tweeted this artist. I was like, drop that shit. <laughs> and, and finally, this week on Friday, he dropped the song. Because mm-hmm. I'd be tired of going onto Twitter to keep on listening to that video snippet. <laughs> so finally, the full song's out. And right. Artists I've played before on Song of the Week Rex Life Raj. Song's called Never Change. Here we go. Money came, I didn't put it around my neck. I took the team around the world, like where are we going next? Some say it's a subtle flex. I spin it right when they cut the check. You spin yours like a dumb nigga. No wonder they look at you, dumb nigga. I'm the one where I'm from, nigga. Drizzle the game, the shit ain't for everyone, but I know it'll hit some niggas. You can't fly till you jump, nigga. Papa taught me how to build it, I build it. You ain't moving cause you two in your feelings. If you focus on your craft as much as your cell phone, you would make a million. Trust in your heart and go where it moves. Being a visionary is the loneliest feeling Cause you living in the future Nobody see it, how you gon' see it? You say an idea, no one believe it I ran through hell of them books Not one of them books told me that it would be easy Roll up a blunt with my brother easy I give him the world if he ever need it We would talk about this every day But now we open up our eyes and see it Now we open up our eyes and see it Battle yeah, yeah. all these demons in my head Tell no one I keep them to myself Rough and like it move a million miles Never trip up, I don't ever lose my style Love me, love me, love me Like you said you were afraid of joke Love me, love me You said you would never give I wish some things would never change Thank you. 
Look, ayy. So when it speed up, I speed it up. When you the source of inspiration for your niggas, no choice but to keep it up. I always keep Marco with me to film it. Not on some look at me shit, but so you can feel it. So you can know that this shit hella close, bro. If you keep building, my college coach told me build it brick by brick. What's the base of your pyramid? Work smarter, not harder, my nigga. The recipe ain't mysterious. The downfall is you listen to them niggas. The Instagram always win niggas. They take all the cash up front, always get fucked on the back end niggas. Damn. But when you tell the truth, you out of pocket. All that glitters isn't gold, bro. Especially gold, these niggas rockin'. Bust down big face watches. Mama still stay in apartments. Balenciaga, your whole fit, but your whole kid drip come from Target. Battle all these demons in my head. I don't tell no one, I keep them to myself. Rough feel like it move a million miles. Never trip up, I don't ever lose my stuff. Love me. I wish some things would never change. I wish some things would never change. I wish some things would never change. I wish some things would never And that is Rex Life Raj, the man from California with the hot tunes that's never changed. Yeah, man. One of my favorite artists. Rex I can't, Life is fire, man. Uh, I can't wait until he blows up, honestly. Yeah, bro. I feel that way about so many niggas, but like, I can't wait for them to get the shine that they deserve, like, yeah. finally. I was having a talk with a friend the yeah. other day, and I asked him, are you one of those hipster people who, like, when someone says... Oh, have you listened to this artist, right? Like, yeah. this is when they start popping. And you're like, and I was like, are you one of those people who be like, man, I've been knowing this person. Like, I've been a fan since they are. And then they said to me, said to me something funny. They're like, it's not that they want to be that hipster douchebag. Yeah. But they're like, it does make them feel a way to know that when this person had no clout, no fame, they were there rocking with that artist from the yeah, broke days, and now, that, and now that the artist is major, people don't know all of that catalog from before and their story as much as you do coming yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. I, I get I get why people always say that they've been rocking with the niggas from the beginning, but I'm tired of hearing it because I've heard a lot of niggas before they've blown up. I haven't said a word about it. Like, mm. <laughs> like. And also, there's so much music to get through that I don't really care, bro. Yeah. Like, there's so much music already. I find myself not getting invested in too many artists. Like, I hear it, I like it, I keep it in my iTunes library. It's simple as that. Exactly. I don't go on and on about them. Like, the only time I showcase what I'm listening to is on Songs of the Week. Yeah. That's it. 
and on my Instagram feed because I've been listening to so much great music. In this oh, past yeah, week. you you like to post on Instagram stories. Oh music. God, bro! And it's like old music. Like my dad, my dad loves Bill Withers, bro. Oh, For yeah. those of you who don't know who Bill Withers is, it's the Ain't No Sunshine guy, the guy that yeah. sings Ain't No Sunshine. Like I grew up on that type of music, like seventies, eighties, nineties, like well, mostly sixties, seventies, and eighties. Oh, music yeah, yeah. like my dad's that's my dad's catalog we grew up listening to that shit and i came across a song that i haven't heard by this artist before bro it's called can we pretend and i find myself fucking crying in the <laughs> office bro. i'm listening to this jam and i'm just like why the fuck am i feeling like this dude like this song bro this song was deep bro it's so deep like you, you turned into that why am i crying in the club right now me bro <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the office, dude. Like I'm sitting there, working, working, getting my grind on. The song comes on. A minute passes. A minute and a half passes. I'm like, what the fuck song is? This? I check my phone. What song? I'm like, fuck. I just feel tears coming down my face. <laughs> I was feeling really emotional, bro. But that's just uh, the power of really good music. Yeah, I guess. That's true, like if music can move you to like to extreme tears. happiness yeah, or just extreme. I don't know, sadness. If you can move you to tears, like it yeah. can make you feel so good that you cry. It's really good music. That's when you know it's yeah. real, it's authentic. Authentic, man. I love, I love, I love Bill Withers. So everybody that has like data at the moment, go check that song out on, on Spotify. <laughs> can we pretend? Anyways, let's get into actual topics again. Yeah, back to the bullshit. Back to the bullshit. Back to, to the bullshit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, Christ. That's one of my favorite drops. <laughs> I like this song. Can I just play it? <laughs> play it, bro. Oh! <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like. What like is you it? remember the after school fights? <laughs> like the one they get dissed on the guy. And there's always that instigator in the crowd. Like, he says, there's that guy in the crowd. I got some guys like, yeah, your mom. Like, it's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man. Know, shout out to instigators, man. Instigators, <laughs> instigators all turned out to be social media influencers. Like, all the instigating people I know from back in the day are all popular now. Facts. <laughs> facts, dude. That them, is facts. Them bro. niggas are like, you really gonna let him say that? You yeah, gonna just do let him. gonna say that to... You gonna let a man say that to a man? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, out of your instigators. We didn't call them instigators, though. We called them shit stirrers. Yeah. Yeah. The guys that just wanted to see the fight go that <laughs> little bit further. <laughs> Let's, let's see how much we can push the needle on this one. <laughs> you, you just spoke about your mother. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. Anyways, I want to find out where these like these challenges come from. Where, like, you know the Kiki challenge? Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. in your feelings challenge, whatever the fuck. And what are the challenges popular now? But where do they all come from? Like, why was it a trend to do that challenge? You know where it started, man. I just spoke myself into the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem Shake, bro. Wasn't that thing? Wasn't that a thing? Like, that's yeah, what started the Harlem it. Harlem Shake was a huge challenge. It was a huge challenge, yeah. Shake. I think that's where the challenges kind of started. 
Can yeah, you think like, of any any other challenges? Before Harlem Shake, I don't remember viral challenge things like that. Harlem Millie Shake. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Millie Rock is funny. <laughs> Harlem Shake was really like one of the first global challenge type things. Yeah. What, what was after Harlem Shake? The Ice Bucket Challenge? Ice Bucket Challenge. Then, I don't know. There's a whole lot of challenges. God damn. I saw them do the Thriller Challenge. That was fucking crazy. The Thriller Challenge? Yeah, I saw a fucking karate school in China. Do the thriller challenge, you know the thriller dance. Oh uh, yeah. The whole like that whole choreographed shit. They oh, put that on the internet. It's crazy. It's like two hundred students. Like it's like a guy chilling on a balcony with two hundred students below him, just Dude. doing the fucking choreography. And they're all in sync. Brother, all in sync because they're Chinese. They're Chinese, man. Why <laughs> are so in sync, good at man. shit, man? It's so crazy watching that shit. But what other challenges were there, like? Uh, I remember those that fucking glow up challenge, which was bullshit. It was well, like, your challenge. Nah, that other challenge. I don't remember. Like, people would take like cookies and draw on their face, make themselves look like super ugly, put like <laughs> a wig and shit. And then like they put their <laughs> hand on the camera and they come out all pretty. <laughs> and everyone was like, "This is just a challenge for pretty people." Literally, like, <laughs> fuck out of here. That was one of the funniest challenges ever. Like, fuck them, dude. What other challenges? Oh yeah, the race rumor shit. The Black Beatles. What is it? The Mannequin Oh, Mannequin Challenge. Challenge. That was a fire one. I actually enjoyed that. You know what's funny about that song? Uh-huh. I remember there was one time I was in the... I was going somewhere with Cubs and a couple of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out and, Cubs. Yeah, friend shout of the out Cubs. Friend of the podcast. And we're in you know, Oaks Court Judy's. We're like, let's listen to some Ray Shrimp. So we're like, yo, this was when they dropped that album that had Black Beatles. Yeah. So before Black Beatles, even the single that they put out after the album... We were like, yo, there's this one track on was fire. Black Beatles, we jamming to it. Yeah, yeah. Other niggas were like, they didn't feel it at first. But when they saw everyone in the car rocking to it, they're like, aight, aight, aight. And boom, like two, three months later, it's a challenge song. My nigga. And we were like, damn, we kind of cold that this song is hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys were that niggas like, ah, oh, we been rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were those guys. We, we were the hipsters. <laughs> we were the like, hipsters. Man. Yeah, we been rocking to that. Man, I hate the fact that radio catches on to everything so much later. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, Scorp- Scorpion came out uh, in 2018, and only now do I hear some of those songs getting the shine that they deserve. Bro. And it's the literally the pop song of the whole album, that Michael Jackson, oh, the yeah, song with right. the Michael Jackson feature. That's, it don't matter to me. Yeah, it don't matter yeah. to me. Which is a fire song, but I liked it before it was on the radio. No, I hear it all the time, dude. You know what the great thing is about Michael Jackson? Is that... When you don't hear him every day, you appreciate it. That's the like that's the case true. with a lot of old music. Yeah, that's true. When you don't hear it every single day, it gives it that value. I don't mind hearing Drake every day, but I don't want to hear Michael Jackson every day for the simple fact that that nigga's music is treasure and it's like his voice is gold. I don't want to hear that shit every day or else it loses its tangible value like in my bro. life, bro. Like I need to hear songs that I haven't heard in a long time. I can't hear don't matter to me every single day, bro. Like, in our office, it's just 947. Oh, damn. Like, I think that's why fuck. I hate radio, because they play a song so much Ugh. that you end up hating it. Christ. And I can tell that the radio DJ hates it, but he's pretending 
is like back number one. It's Drake and Michael Jackson. Fire true, but he's like, damn, I've played this song every day. Yeah. Like I'm tired. Because we're we're in like a time now that the DJs aren't the DJs. Yeah. The DJs are just the personalities. I think we've spoken about this. Yeah, like, like radio producers actually own yeah, the show. The 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 program managers, what they call them in radio stations. Like you you talk you give them a list of things that they need to talk about, where they plug in their sponsors, where they plug in their ads. And what songs are they going to play next? Like, yeah. you have no other job except to be the person that reads that shit. Like, but that's then, your only job. But the format's dying, too. The Our format's format, dying. podcasting. Is on the rise. And actually. did you see big news in our community? Right. Fucking Spotify bought Gimlet. What the and fuck is Gimlet? It's another huge podcasting, like, uh, streaming site type right. thing. They bought Gimlet and they bought Anchor. So then everyone who's on Anchor was like all nervous because they're like, God damn, like Anchor's free, you know, we just upload and can even monetize easily. Right, right. So they're all tweeting Anchor, emailing them, and Anchor's like, yo, don't worry, we're still the same, we're still free and everything. Oh, okay, good, good, good. But I saw a thread. We need to get our shit on Anchor again, man. Yeah, we, we, we're we going live on Anchor from this episode again. Yeah, Anchor, let's, let's go back to Anchor. YouTube, SoundCloud, once you get some, some money. <laughs> Fuck SoundCloud. <laughs> Listen, SoundCloud people, fuck you guys, okay? You guys cannot fucking expect artists to only, like, upload three hours worth of content. That's fucking ridiculous, bro. bro. And then we need to pay, what? What is it? It was like 90 euros. It was fucking yeah. crazy. Fuck. I am not paying that shit. Fuck you guys, bro. Like, that's crazy. We're, we're a startup. They can't expect us to have 90 euros. Like, what is that shit in fucking rants? I'm gonna fucking. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Well, I saw a, a Twitter thread, right? About Spotify doing this. They're God damn, 2,000 rants for 2,000 rants for, for, I mean, for SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Sorry, that's fucked up. They can get the fuck out of here. Chance, I thought you said SoundCloud was free. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> for musicians, it's easy. Their yeah. songs are like three minutes each, four minutes. Yeah. We did one and a half, like one hour podcasts. We could only upload three fucking episodes. That's fucked up. Yeah. What are I doing? Yeah. The thread, Twitter thread. Right. Some guy made a prediction. Where he's like, Spotify acquiring something like Anchor, right? Especially with the podcast gro- podcast community growing worldwide. Mm-hmm. He's like, it plays into the hands of Google and Apple. Right. Although Apple, the guy predicted that Google are going to now make moves. Where they're going to try and do some shit to get uh, podcasts on this, like, sites. Right? On Google fun. Play... On the things that they own. Nobody uses Google Play. When are they going to get that <laughs> yeah. through their fucking heads, dude? <laughs> and and then, the other guys, then the guy was like, he feels like Apple, Apple have a lot of ego. feels like a lot of people already put their shit on iTunes, especially podcasts. Right. And he was like, Apple probably are not going to get on the wave. It's going to let this happen. Whatever. They don't care about Spotify. Right. And he's like, eventually Spotify is going to turn Anchor into something that's not the way we know it anymore. It's not going to be so free and stuff anymore. And only the big fish of podcasting world are going to benefit from it. And us little guys, we're going to suffer that we're going to start having to pay these subscriptions that we can't afford mm. and stuff mm. like that. We can't monetize until we get certain listens, views, 
internet traffic type of shit. Dude, that shit is so discouraging, bro. Like, they're literally gatekeeping again, bro. Like, it's a whole gatekeeping thing again. Like, people with the money are the ones that are, like, part of this exclusive club. It's fucked up, bro. They've got the subscribers. They've got the listens. They've got the bigger platform. And they're still the ones benefiting off the shit. The people with the bigger platforms could be independent. That's true. They that if they really wanted to see the little guy win, they could they could just go independent and be like, no, I wanna I wanna put this on my on the platform like on YouTube or something because YouTube seems to be the most open. Yeah, you, you don't need to pay for shit. The only thing is sometimes Jay Z will block your shit. <laughs> that just happens every now and then. Jay <laughs> title like no stop right yeah, there. Yeah, you see. But otherwise, they really don't need the Spotify backing, bro. Like, unless you're Joe Budden, who has, like, a deal with them. Mm. It's, it's a partnership. It's not It's not a sponsorship. You know what I mean? I'm just hoping that Spotify doesn't fuck things up on Anchor for mm-hmm. all of us. Because I don't they see why a company buys something to keep it free. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get like you. It's, and in the long run, Spotify has a plan for Anchor FM and mm. to make them more profit. So we'll see what happens. Well, maybe um, the fact that Spotify is buying them makes Anchor more desirable to investors because they understand that now Anchor is going to be more popular after this. More people are going to put yeah. their stuff on that. More sponsors, obviously. So people that are investing in those types of company, like pe- the type of people that invest in that company, will find it more desirable. That that's just my business mind thinking about it. It's true. It's true. It's possible. Anyways, should we call uh, Ipile? Does Ipile want to be called? I don't know. She hasn't. Uh, she hasn't replied, but the message has gone through. Let's see. Is this Allison, right? This is Allison. What's her real name? Is it Ipile or Allison? Ipile. Allison is a fake name, bro. All these <laughs> niggas are using fake names, bro. Simpiwe uses Tom. Sia uses Bob. <laughs> Ipilene uses Allison. I use Sizzle the Savage. Like, this is a bunch of fucking... I'm, I'm the only nigga using his government. No, nigga, you use the violator. <laughs> you are the violator, dog. The vendor violator. Oh, man, that's wild. It's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. What? Okay, we can't say that out loud. I was about to say, what's Ipilene's number? Let me just <laughs> slide you the phone. <laughs> you know... These creepy niggas out here, man. Creepy niggas are gonna be like, I don't even take that down. Rewind, even. Funny story, actually. <laughs> when Ipi Lang and I used to work together, I actually gave her a number to a nigga that was crushing on her. Oh, like shit, a nigga that we worked with. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't work with him, but he was part of the building. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just part of the He's building. Like, yeah, just, just give me Ipiling's number then. It's <laughs> a colored nigga, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> oh. And she's like, Did you give. X my number yeah and I was like yeah he likes you I don't want to stand in the way of love <laughs> you know yeah. kind of thing anyways let's see if he playing answers the phone yeah let's see what happens man apparently she has a gremlin voice I'm trying to hear it put that shit on speaker let's see can we get through hello hey Ips hi it says how you doing bruh I'm good at you, buddy. <laughs> What's up, Ipileng? It's Bussy. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, oh you're, on, you're on the podcast. It's Busani. You're a Caesar as well. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Oh, my you God. Hi, guys. <laughs> 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 
exactly. You know who your laugh reminds me of? <laughs> Have you what? ever watched Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> No, you are just awful. You are an awful human being. You know what? Awful human. You sound like Freezer. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm just glad I don't know who the hell that person is. Oh, you know who Freezer is? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh man. Oh, dude, I just want. I just wanted our listening public to hear your voice, dude. What's up, people? Hi, people. How are you? I miss you so much, dude. I miss you too, dude. Yeah, we we must like do a young thing where we need time. It's Don't time. say it like that. Niggas need. are gonna think you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. Come on, people are grown. Let's be grown, okay? You said we must do the things. Everybody knows that a young a sex thing. thing. A young, do a young I, thing. Not the things. The things. Me, I don't want to do no things. I want to meet a friend. No. Then you want to be out here and be like, yeah. <laughs> Does she have a what what voice? What was that? How do you? You sound like a gremlin, like. A mixture of Mendoza and <laughs> and Pikachu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, I sound like nothing of those things. I am a normal human being. Anyways, what are you doing today? What are you, What's your weekend looking like? I'm actually at church because I'm a good child, God-fearing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, church people yeah, are yeah. always the baddest. You yeah, know exactly. That. Oh, she is the worst. I, I see that I'm a good person. Haven't you heard the saying that... The guys that play the instruments at church know how to play girls just as good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a part of that group, actually. Yo, yo, yo. Ips, dude, you're a classic, bro. <laughs> Oh, enjoy church though yeah we're we're gonna carry on with our podcast yeah. like normal people right. like, who goes to yeah. church on fucking saturday no we're doing like a cleanup and we're getting instruments and stuff like that to put out like we're resetting the stage oh okay yeah oh have fun with that yeah thank fun. you have Oops. fun with the podcast hello people alright <laughs> <laughs> enjoy bye bye <laughs> Bye. Uh, feels good to have Freeza in his first form on the podcast. <laughs> you guys are awful human beings. <laughs> that love took me out, man. It Bruh, sounded like Freeza. She's so, so cute, man. Shit. Uh, shout out to Ips. She could get the bag. She could do Freeza's role. I thought you were going to say she could get the dick. The, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? No, with a hey, voice man. like that, she can. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's only one person gets the dick. <laughs> Young Addy on these hoes. Young Addy. <laughs> What's up, baby? I haven't shot a job in like three episodes. Yes, All you hoes think I'm single out here? Fuck, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> shout uh, out Addy, man. I haven't given the dick in a long time, man. <laughs> I'm feeling some type of way these days. Like, yeah. I don't even jerk off, bro. I just stare into an open abyss of I, sadness. I feel you, bro. I haven't yeah. been out here, man. My dick's... I shouted out my dick for a great 2019. Yeah. And you just look at me now like, where is it, bro? Where, where, <laughs> where, where is, is this gone? greatness that you <laughs> promised me? <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, what's what's on the agenda, dude? What do you want to talk What's on the docket? What should we get into? I don't know. I just wanted to get my shit off about the slaps. 
if we did. And <laughs> Africans swear that like the, those really slaps true. were iconic, man. Have you ever actually slapped someone? Oh. Um, yeah, not, I'm not even going to say five. Have you slapped someone before? Just given someone the five fingers. Not in my final form. <laughs> like, I haven't slapped anybody like to, like at this point where I feel confident slapping them. Yeah. I've slapped them when I was still a weak kid, you know. I remember the, the one day Vince and I were playing Dragon Ball Z on the corridor, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're about, we must have been like eight, nine. Yeah. And we were playing on the corridor and one of the classroom windows were open, dude. Like, it was one of those oh, flip shit. windows. It wasn't the ones that opened like that. It was one of the yeah. flip ones. And I'm going all Goku on this nigga's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I slammed this nigga's face into the window, bro. Oh, shit. And now, Vincent was a big crybaby when we were, when we were kids, dude. Like, Vincent, I love you, but you know it's true, dude. Anyways, um, I, see, I, see, I see him crying. I'm like, dude, please stop crying. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Van Eyck is right there. <laughs> Mr. Van Eyck was the only man teacher in the whole school, bruh. He was oh, the only shit. gent, and he was a hard ass, dude. Like, he was he was a disciplinarian. You could mm. just see it. And I'm, I'm trying to tell this nigga to shut the fuck up. You're going to get me into trouble. Stop crying. I'm sorry. What what what? I see Mr. Van Eyck coming, bruh. What do I do? I run. <laughs> so they're crying like a bitch. I vibe, bro. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I hide behind this wall, bro. It's like, hey, bro, you can run, but you can't hide from me, bro. This guy finds me. He's like, keep me hiding, bro. Keep me hiding right there, bro. What do I do? I don't cry, bro. You just, you just rolled with it. I wait, I waited till I got home. Then I cried. Bro. I was like, ah! <laughs> I cried when I got home, bro. That was the man thing to do because there were there were broads everywhere, bro. I was like, I'm not gonna cry now. Uh, I just imagine as you slapped Vincent, all you heard was, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! Uh, what a legendary soundboard. Oh, man. <laughs> when you got that Kawhi Leonard laugh, bro. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's just too funny, man. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're crazy, man. What else, you, what else you got, man? You want to sign out? I don't know, man. We haven't even crossed the, the hour mark yet. You know that. Mm. Let's For give real? the people the content, man. The content. The content. Content that is. Yes. Wow, you where did you find that? My soundboard got an update. Yo, God fuck, yo. damn, bro. Got me fucked up. Got that new soundboard. Soundboard soundboard 3.0, man. 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> you got the 3.0. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I got I got the big shack one, bro. You want to hear some shit? Oh, you got big shack. Let's get it. Well, it doesn't work really. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to the company. Big shack ain't out here, man. Yeah, well fuck. Anyways, um, I want to speak about Liverpool. What are your guys' chances looking like now that we are winning the? Mu- I'm wearing a Liverpool shirt right now. For those of you who don't know, in fact, I I tactically wore a specific kit today. I'm wearing the kit from our 13, 14 season. The my, season that you were supposed to wear. Where my fucking hero Steven Gerrard fucked up, slipped. Right, I, I'm wearing this shirt on purpose for Sizzle, because Sizzle's gonna. I know Sizzle is dying too. Get two on me. Like, he wants us to not win the league this season. So he can be like, Gerard slipped and you fucked up again in 2019. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen like that. 
<laughs> Look, bro. Mohamed Salah securing the trophy this season. Securing the bag. This season is looking really, really tight at the moment. Like a virgin's punani, bro. Like, it's <laughs> tight, tight, bro. Like, oh, man. I gotta, I gotta give you some soundboard for that. <laughs> Since when have we ever been PC on this? It was tight, man. It was tight. This, this season, it's looking like, okay, first of all, the top five, I'd say top six, is really tight. Okay, the space between one and two is close. The space between three and four is close. And the space between five and six is super close. Yeah, but also like... the space between four and five. Damn. Man United is fifth. Sounds like a... Goddamn. <laughs> Some ghosts in the house just slamming doors. <laughs> Paranormal. Uh, yeah. So I'm just waiting for Man United to win and Chelsea to lose this weekend. We'll be in the top four. Yeah. Everybody will be mad again. Everybody will be scared again. Because... The real niggas have entered the building. You see, when Man United gets into the top four, it'll be like that hot chick that enters the club. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it's going to be like. So this season, nobody can call it, dude. Literally, we have fucking... uh, Who is this guy? I think it was Solskjaer himself that said we can still win the season. I don't believe that. So don't quote me on that. Yeah. I don't believe that we can still win the season, but we can definitely qualify... We can definitely even make it into the top three if we if we if we rely on other teams to lose and we, if we can carry on performing the way we're playing now. Listen, man, I'm, I tweeted I tweeted you like, yeah yeah live from the the ways. Uh, <laughs> I was in the ways. I we're tweet. in the ways. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted. I was like, Liverpool are gonna win the Champions 2018-2019. Like save this tweet, and I stand by it. Same way Denzel Washington was in that movie, like, I stand by it, Blue Magic, whatever, right? <laughs> I stand by my sweet. <laughs> Liverpool are winning the league this season, all right? Mm. I'm watching my team win our Premier League. See, uh, see how I said our, because it's already ours, we're winning it. Listen, you can never say <laughs> our if you've never owned one. Listen, fuck you, man. You can never say <laughs> our if you've never owned one. We can say our because we've literally won it the most times and we can claim it. Look, Chelsea can say that it. next. Arsenal can say that after them. You guys are fourth in that fucking line, bro. We are going to win it this season. Mm. And I am going to walk around with an inflatable Premier League trophy for three months straight after that, rubbing it in everyone's faces. Like, yeah, where's all your Gerard Slip jokes now, huh? Like, no, I imagine. The jokes will still be there, and the jokes this are still happen, funny, right? bro. The moment Jordan Henderson raises that trophy as our captain, I hope he's injured. That's gonna break a lot of people's hearts because a lot of people shit on Jordan Henderson as it is. He's not a great player. So they're gonna see him lifting a Premier League, and they're gonna like the heartstrings are gonna be like, right, break open. And then at that moment, Thanos is gonna step out the sky, snap his fingers, and all the Gerard slipping memes are gonna turn into sand. Like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a Premier League deep dive. <laughs> he gave us the whole fucking plot there. Spoiler alert. Nah, nigga. I, 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 I will say this, dude. Liverpool's been playing at a level fucking incomparable to any other team, dude. You guys yeah. have been playing great football, but I don't think that you'll win it. I still think Man City are far more resilient than you guys, and I feel like they're way more clutch. You know, I feel like after this weekend, right? Yeah. Actually, not after this weekend. After the United game. 
This weekend, Man City play Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. We're playing Bournemouth. And next weekend, we play United. Mm-hmm. After the United game, I think it's next weekend, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. If we beat you guys, we're winning the deal. If you guys stop us, you guys beat us, even if you draw, we're still going to win. But if you guys beat us, then I concede that it's gone. I think Man City after that will be ruthless. They won't stop. They'll make sure they secure it. Yeah. But if you guys beat, if we beat you or we draw against you, as long as we get points, a point or points, we're going to yeah. carry on winning. This is the thing about, about um, <clears throat> Man City, okay? I've seen them win without David Silva, De Bruyne, and Aguero not on the field. They've been playing with some weak-ass guy named Lepore, who I thought was weak but really isn't. He's a backup right back. I've seen them win with fucking niggas that I don't know. Niggas that are not a part of the first string, right? I've seen them win without those niggas. But I've seen Liverpool crumble without Salah. I've seen them play without... With, with less confidence without Salah and Mane and Firmino on the field, with, when, when one of them are missing, it seems like it's a bit un, like unsteady. Yeah. So that, to me, is what's going to be the difference in the season. When one, when one player is out, Liverpool buckles. Yeah. But in Man City, any, play, any position is replaceable. It, it doesn't really matter. That's true. Man City have better squad <clears throat> depth. They've got depth, yeah. For, for days. They have the best squad in the league. Mm. But another thing is that Man City this season are not playing the same way Man City last season did. Mm. Like for example, when we see them lose to Crystal Palace right. or Newcastle, whatever, or even Leicester, right. like they have a full strength team out on those days. It's but true. But it's just not connecting. It's you know true. what I mean? This season, Man City are not as ruthless as last season. They have their days where it's like, okay, this is the same team we saw last season. Yeah. But then their days where it's like. This team isn't actually as good. Like, we literally looked at Man City coming to the season as Thanos. We're like, this is an unbeatable nigga. Yeah. And we've seen that they can be beaten by the smallest teams. It didn't take a United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. It literally took Palace, Newcastle, those type of teams to show us that City can be beaten if you attack them. I'll say this, dude. Man City, they didn't get better this season. They kind of stuck to the same formula kind of thing. Yeah. And other teams caught on to it, right? Smaller teams yeah. caught on to it. And the teams that got promoted were warned about it. So they had time to prepare for it. But the fact that they're still not... They're, the, the fact that they're not as ruthless as a team as they used to be. And they're still fucking competing. They're only ahead of you guys on goals now. Yeah. And that a game means, a, they're a game ahead. Mostly. And they're a game ahead. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. But... Yeah. Dude, the fact that... that like. All that into consideration that there's still a team that's only ahead on goals. You see how important goals are now. They still yeah. showed that ruthlessness throughout the season. They didn't concede many goals at all. That's that's the difference. That's all it takes. That's what happened to Man United when we lost the season to Man City. The the attacking their attacking force is dude, it's insane. We had to score ten goals in our final match to secure the league. We had to score ten fucking goals. How many times do you see ten goals being scored? It's once <laughs> every five years, maybe. And it's happen. usually in cup games. Exactly. <laughs> it's never in a Premier League games where you see 10 goals. So we had just, we literally, had, there were 10 goals ahead of us, dude. Like, that's how crazy that team is. So to, to Liverpool, I don't say just, don't just win, dude. <laughs> Score five games. <laughs> like, they, they, Man City have had, I don't know how many five goal games 
without conceding. Five five nils, five ones, six ones. It's always yeah. like five goal margins or four goal margins, and that's the reason why they're ahead. That's true. They do score a lot. Liverpool's focused on winning, which is not enough, unfortunately. unfortunately. I feel like this season, though, I don't think it comes down to points, Tally. Mm. I mean, sorry, not. I don't think it comes down to goal difference, sorry. Really? I feel like it comes down to points, Tally. How many points because do you think you guys will win by? The thing is that I feel like it's literally going to be a very small gap. It's going to mm. be less than six points. Less than two games difference, let me say. It's going to be like a team wins the league by two points, three points, one point. Yeah. Something like that. I don't think us and City will finish on the same amount of points. Mm. There's how many games left? 13. 13 right. or 12. Right. I can honestly say, out of 13 games, I know Liverpool secure at least 10 wins. 10 wins and 13. 10 it's wins a good and record. 13. It's a great record, actually. I know that we can secure that. Mm-hmm. And the same for City. In 13 games, I know that Man City can secure 10 wins as well. The other three games, I don't know what will happen. You guys drew against West Ham, man. This is the type of shit that I'm talking about. I wish Man United had started the season with the manager that we had now. We'd be talking a whole different shit. We wouldn't even be talking about Man City and Liverpool. We'd be talking about Man City and Man United. I assure you of that. The other two teams in the traditional top five have changed their managers. Liverpool, I mean, uh, Arsenal changed their manager and Chelsea changed their manager. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Chelsea guy is really good. The Arsenal guy, average. It's the same. It's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same shit with Arsene Wenger. That's all it is. Fighting for top four. That's what their goals are every season as Arsenal. Yeah, I don't respect that team. I've ne- I never <laughs> have, and I never will. I only respect them for their one invincible season, which no team has been able to recipro- uh, to replicate. Right? Yeah. Chelsea, I respect. They've got uh, a season with the most goals scored, uh, oh, mo- most points uh, secured, and Man City with the most goals scored in that season. Those are the teams that I respect. Liverpool, fuck you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to respect you guys as our closest competitor because all jokes aside, Man United and Liverpool are the closest in terms of trophies won. And yeah, we're the biggest clubs in England. Literally. Literally. So I don't respect you guys anymore because of your fan base, bro. It's <laughs> extremely difficult to argue with somebody whose team hasn't won shit since they've been alive, bro. You guys have won the uh, FA Cup here or there. Here and there, uh, Community Shield or whatever. But you guys haven't won anything really that anybody respects we in the, the Premier Champions League. League when, when did you guys win the Champions League? You talking about 04, 05 when I was seven years old? Are you talking about that when you could barely speak? Get the fuck out of here, bro! Get the don't make me raise my voice on your ass, bro. I was a fucking seven year old mumble rapper. Okay, fuck out of here, dude. You cannot tell me. And Listen. that was okay. I respect that because it was yeah. against one of the greatest AC Milan, the greatest team. It was. Ever. To be honest, the 2000s AC Milan team is the greatest football team I've ever known in history. That's factual that shit. Team was that is factual fun. shit. That team was great, dude. But then ever since the 2010s, I'm sorry, Barcelona have been the most dominant yeah, team. Yeah, Barcelona took over from like 08, 09. Yeah. They took over with Messi. The rise of Messi is when Barca just exactly. fucking decided we're the GOATs right yeah. now. Man United has been the only like, English team that's been holding its own in Europe, bruh. Like, we've been waiting for you niggas to wake up. Now we see the, the rise of fucking, uh, uh, of Man City. But they're still not, they're still not a European force to be yeah, reckoned Man with. Man City, to me, 
They're not going to win the Champions League. Not this season, anyway. Like, when you look at Man City's owner's plan, they did not buy into this club solely to win FA Cups and Premier Leagues. Right. They want European glory. And until you can win that European Champions League, you are not a big club. I'm sorry. That's just my No, opinion. no, no, no. Don't take their shine away now. No, but this, in terms of being a big they're a big team. They're one of the best teams right now. Right? Yeah. One of the most popular clubs right now. But big club to me comes of stature and history. In terms of you can show every trophy out there. Or almost every trophy. So let me you ask can you show something. a Champions League, you can show a Premier you can show like a league title, you can show a league title, a, cha- a European title, right. domestic cups, and not just one, but multiple of them. That to me is like, this is a club to be respected. Even now, AC Milan is a banter team right now. Right, right. I respect <laughs> AC Milan more than I respect Man City because I'm like, Man City will never do what AC Milan has done for the next 10 years. They won't reach that level of success. Let me ask you this. It's insane that. If Man City were to uh, win, uh, let's say, if Man City were to be top two for as long as Man United was in the previous era, yeah. let's say between 1990 and 2010, because that's the, those are the, uh, 2013, those are the, that's the era that we dominated, right? Yeah. If Man City to, were to do that without the Premier, without the Champions League glory, let's say they went to quarter semis and finals for all those years without winning, would you still not respect them? I respect them. But I won't put them legendary status. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something then. Why do you respect Liverpool? We're legendary status because you guys have history, but you never you never lived through any of the history. But I watched us win the Champions League. I watched us win the FA. I just haven't watched us win the league. I've watched my team win win everything since I've been alive, bro. Yes, every single thing. You've watched everything, right? <laughs> that's why I respect Listen, my team. Listen, what do Man City fans watch? Just just watch the league. That's it. Man City fans literally watched themselves lose to Middlesbrough 8 0 before Arabs came in with their money. And it wasn't like in 2000, it was like 2007. Bro, the niggas that were. In 2007, we were girls, people walking around. <laughs> in 2007, Middlesbrough could literally go to Man City's ground and fuck them up 8 0. And that then Arab money came and was but like, let's change this. You're acting like Middlesbrough wasn't. A, like, it wasn't. You're acting like Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough wasn't, wasn't shit. No, they weren't shit. But you're acting like Middlesbrough wasn't the Leicester of the time. <laughs> Leicester is the team that can come to you any week and be like, surprise, nigga, we're here. <laughs> like, the, like we consider Leicester a weak team. Yeah. But they can come to you and be like, here's just okay, four, wait, here's so five, let me here's say six. This. If Man City for the next 15 years, right, they finish top two. Yeah. Are you going to consider them amongst the... United's, Arsenal's, Liverpool, Madrid's, Barca's, Milan's of the world. Bro, that's 20 years of history. Of course I can. But with no European Cup. With, with no European Cup. If I can... You're going to consider me those legendary cups that literally not, have not, Champions Leagues not, to show. Listen, not legendary on that level, of course. But I can definitely say that this team has built... Bro, because for the past five years, I can say that Man City have... Six, seven, I'd say six years. Man City have created a history of their own. Aguero has been there for the past five seasons, I think. Yeah. Him alone can say he's accomplished a fuck ton for, for Man City. If he can, if his club can do that over the next 15 years and compete in the corners, quarters, semis, and finals of the UEFA, I'm sorry. I can consider them a big club, bro. Because right. Okay, let me ask you this. Who was in the semifinals of the 2010 Champions League? 
2010, it was Man United and Barcelona. I'm saying all four semi-final teams. Oh, uh, Man United, Barcelona. 2010. 2010. Jeez, how the fuck must you I see, remember that? That's none of those. That's because no one gives a fuck about you in the semis. No, we want no, to know no, who no, was no. winning. Nigga, if Man City does not win the Champions League, I cannot consider them up there. The Champions League is the pinnacle of showing that you can boss Europe. Look, think about it. Last season, Liverpool's team did not deserve, in terms of the team on paper. Right. Those players on paper don't deserve to go to the Champions League final. They don't. But they showed Man City's players flames when it came to the Champions League tie. Right. We were like, fuck you, Leroy Sane and Aguero. We're going to go to the final. We don't care who you guys think you are. And Man City players did not show up for those two legs. Mm. That's what I'm saying. To be a big or even legendary club, you need to show your Champions League prowess that we can go to the final and even challenge for it or win it. Man City has never had players that have competed there before. Our squad last season weren't guys that competed there before. But Who they, was your squad but last season? Because it was the same it, uh, squad as this season. Salah has the, been... Those guys the, have been to Europa League final. I'll say Salah that. has been in the in the UEFA League, though. In the UEFA Champions League, though. Yeah, a lot of Man City players have been in Champions no, League. No, not a lot of them. Aguero, Silvers, Sang... Aguero, where was Aguero before Man United? Let's, get, let's, let's lay this out. Aguero's at Atletico. He was... And it was, was still big. Then. No, no. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw Brett. Atletico, when Aguero was there, didn't make the past group stages most of the time. If they did, it was round of 16. That's where it stopped. Bro, man. That's where it stopped. Man, that's Champions League experience, though. My nigga, we're talking about a, 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 a Man City squad that... We're talking about players... Who the fuck has been there, bro? De Bruyne hasn't been anywhere near the finals. But David Silva hasn't been anywhere near the finals. Raheem Sterling hasn't been anywhere near the finals. Leroy Sainé hasn't been anywhere near the finals. These niggas don't have experience in this Jordan shit. Jordan Henderson has never been anywhere near a final. And he captained the Liverpool team to a final. We're talking about one player. Name your players. Lovren literally took... Lovren, a player who's never been anywhere in the World Cup, right? Or in the Champions League, literally went to a World Cup final and Champions League final. He lost both, fair. That's fair to say. Before people were going to be like, oh, he lost one. Yeah, he did lose. Fair enough. But Lovren literally appears and people ridicule and makes a mistake every fifth game that leads to a goal. Yeah. He took his team to the Champions He didn't take his team. <laughs> what the fuck do you say? He took his team. Van Dijk, who was literally playing in the Scottish League with Celtic, Van Dijk went to the Champions League. No, but he doesn't have that I, I feel you. But Van Dijk is... Van Dyke is 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 the Ronaldo of defenders. Do you understand how great Van Dyke is? <laughs> Van Dyke wasn't ever meant for the Scottish League, bro. He was meant to go straight to the top. Van Dyke, and it sounds like I'm dig right now, but Van Dyke yeah. is a great player, dude. He is the fucking Lamborghini of all defenders, bro. He is great. That's what he's I'm, great. So that's what I'm saying, but we had a squad where so many of those guys have never experienced close to a final, and we got there. And you know what? Can I tell you why we got there? Mm-hmm. Because psyche is so important in football. Right. The psyche of knowing that we are playing for five times champions, Liverpool, yeah. or Europe. Right. We owe it to these fans. These fans know this history. Yeah. They're used to us showing us European prowess. Let's do it. Mm. Man City don't have that. There's no one there at the club. Like, for example, at the Liverpool club, mm-hmm. the kitchen ladies who have been there since the year fucking 1995, right. she'll tell those guys, good luck this season, boys, bring us the glory days back. 
Who in Man City's kitchen staff or staff is saying, bring us the glory days back? There's no glory there are no days. Glory days. Yeah, so I to get them, you. it's all new. It's like, there's no that, that legendary prowess thing, like, we can't do this. I Players can draw on it. I feel you. I feel you. So I'm saying, Man City have a lot to do for me before I can consider them major. Right. I'm saying, 20 seasons is definitely enough for that. That's what I'm saying. Right now, they are major in the moment. Right. But overall, they've still got so much more to do. In terms of football, ah, dude, I think what six years of dominance is is more than the moment, dude. Like they're they're almost reaching ten years of dominant dominating English football. That's where we're at now. Because to me, it's almost banter to think that the season where you dominate, right, right. and you are considered the greatest Premier League team ever. Last season, people are saying last season Man City was the greatest Premier team they've ever seen. Mm. To do that. And then the next season, teams that haven't won trophies in years, Liverpool and Tottenham are literally on your ass and ahead of you or equal to you. That's kind of like, is this even real then? Was it just a one-season lucky thing? Is it even real dominance? If teams that people ridicule every day for not winning shit can catch you in a, in a few months, like, okay, these guys outclassed as well, let's go catch up to them. But it's, it just goes back to what I'm saying. They, they caught on to the style of football. After that... Two seasons. I'd say it's a season and a half that Barcelona was playing that fucking tiki-taka shit that annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> Real Madrid found the fucking antidote to that shit quickly, bro. And like, yeah. But that was still the most dominant fucking Barcelona team that we've ever seen. It was the most dominant Spanish team that we've ever seen because I was like the same thing. Yeah. That was the greatest team that we've ever seen in Spanish football, period, bro. That's true. So it is possible to say that was the greatest. Uh, that was the greatest Premier League team that we've seen in in English football, dude. It's very possible to say that. One season is all it takes to solidify yourself. Last season, we saw Golden State Warriors become the greatest, unequivocally the greatest attacking team yeah. in the history of the <laughs> game, bro. Unequivocally, there's no doubt, bro. This is where it goes back to the Jordan thing for me. But this is what I'm saying about <laughs> basketball, and then we can end the podcast. <laughs> I want you to talk basketball, <laughs> bro. Our podcast. What are we on now? Fucking. Okay, I don't care how long we are. We talking some basketball. <laughs> I need to talk some Anthony Davis after this. You want to talk some AD? <laughs> yeah. Look, man. This is what like this is what this is what makes Jordan. Uh, this is what makes LeBron better than Jordan for me. LeBron has had to compete against Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Dre, uh, 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 Green, Draymond Green. Yeah. And who's that other fucking nigga? Who's the fourth nigga? Well, anyways, three fucking all-stars. <laughs> Iguodala. Iguodala. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Iguodala. Fucking great player, right? He's had to compete against those niggas. Yeah. And overturned a 3-1 deficit. That was legendary. Against the greatest, bro, the greatest shooters that the game has ever seen, bro. These are, whether you want to admit it or not, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are the greatest shooters that we've ever seen, bro. That's true. So, but that's actually as a case for... Who? For who? For like Ray Allen. Ray <laughs> Allen was a fucking monster from three, bro. My nigga, he is. <laughs> but Ray Allen was a monster from three and he could lay up, right? That's yeah. Steph Curry style. Steph Curry can shoot from halfway. Steph Curry can shoot from... Three, he can shoot from two. He's a good jump, like he's got a good jump shot. He's got a good fucking fadeaway shot. He can do everything when it comes to shooting. He can. He's a complete shooter. That's the thing. You see, you know, Ray I, Allen is not complete. Do not make this tricky. Is that we're in different eras of fucking NBA. 
we've got an NBA right now where centers are shooting threes. That did not happen back in fucking 10 years ago. It's true. Yeah. 10 years ago, no center was attempting threes unless it was really open. Yeah. And it's like, okay, go for it. But nowadays, we literally see centers pull up, go to the corners. It's crazy. And it literally pull It's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Coaches have caught on to the fact that three-point shooting has become the most important thing in the game. The Golden State... Not even close. Steph Curry ruined NBA. He did single-handedly, bro. Turned the NBA into a shooting league. Yeah, like everyone nowadays has to shoot. Yeah, niggas are literally telling uh, Ben Simmons at the start of this season. They're telling Ben Simmons to work on his uh, long-range shooting. Ben Simmons is a fucking slasher. He likes to drive in and yeah. dunk that shit, yeah. lay it in. He likes to be in the paint. People tell him work on your threes. Like, everyone nowadays needs to know how to shoot. That's the oh, thing. That's all because of the Golden State. That's the thing. So back what I was, to what I was saying about LeBron. LeBron has had to uh, compete against the likes of that and win mm-hmm. with four other pieces of wood on his team. <laughs> uh, let me say three other pieces of wood. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie was Kyrie. a fucking beast, bro. And he had K-Love. Let's, Fuck let's, out of here, bro. Let's show Kevin Love some love, man. Kevin Love. Kevin a, Love. A Kevin healthy love Kevin Love. Before all these injuries, was a pretty good baller. Okay, if you want, if you want that, <laughs> you can have it. Kevin Love hasn't shown any type of consistency. He's been unfair. He's he, always in the hospital. He's always bro. in the hospital, bro. So what I'm saying is, yeah, LeBron's better than Jordan. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's all I wanted to get to. LeBron oh, is better than Jordan, bro. Jordan had the bad boy Pistons to go up against. Yeah. But there were an aged bad boy Pistons. They weren't the bad boy Pistons. They were the bad boy Pistons. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, six rings or not, dude. LeBron's the best, like, player, bro. Not accomplish uh, accomplishments-wise, because not even Jordan is the best accomplished player. You see niggas with ten rings. Who is that? Oscar Robertson or fucking Will Chamberlain. Some niggas have ten rings in the league. Yeah. Six rings is, is, is piss all to, to the likes of that. So rings cannot be the deciding factor in the GOAT conversation. Yeah. All I wanted to say, man. What do you think about this new ring-chasing thing? Like, remember back in the day you had to stay with your franchise? Mm. Especially if you were drafted as, like, a star. Right. Like a star rookie. Right. You need to be that guy that's going to raise your franchise up. But now we see guys chasing rings, like, I'm going to Golden State. Like or, KD and uh, DeMarcus. Yeah, or guys who are now like, I want to go fucking to the... To LA, like Anthony Davis, he's done with the Pelicans. Tell him to come. You I know, say I encourage guys that. Guys going to Houston, they want to make a super team there. I encourage it because uh, they've got the stats already, bro. We already know that they're great players. Yeah. They want to be recognized because for some reason or another, the ring helps you get recognized as a great player. Yeah. Like, Charles, Bar- Charles Barkley is always, bro, he's he a is. great player, but he yeah. doesn't have a ring. People write bars about it. My nigga. <laughs> like, like I remember the, the Oprah interview, bro. Like, where, 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 where Jordan roasts Charles Barkley. And he's like, hey, bro, I'm just a winner. <laughs> I'm just a winner. Everybody's going to remember Charles as a great yeah. player. But they're always going to remember as the great player that never won it ring. You see, like, that's the thing. It's a fucked up thing, man. It's like, yeah. it's like Denzel not winning an Oscar kind of thing. Yeah. It's like great actors. Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio not winning, winning an Oscar. Until very um, recently. What do you think about Davis trying to get to the Lakers? He needs to come, dude. I, I believe in that. I just don't Bro. know who we take the fuck out. I think they need to get Rondo the fuck out. You know what was mad disrespectful to me, though? 
Yeah. Was the fact that you guys were literally willing to trade a whole team. Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, Zubac. <laughs> you guys literally said, I'll give you a whole team plus first round picks for the next four years for this guy. No. And the Pelicans were still like, nah. No, no, no. Like, imagine being Lonzo right now or Kuzma right now looking at the GM. Like, you are literally willing to trade with yes, one guy. My nigga. But that just shows you the value that the Pelicans, like, have on yeah. fucking, like, on Anthony Davis. Dude. He's the best center in the league on paper. Yeah, on paper. Followed closely by, what, Joel. I'd say Joel Embiid yeah, is. Yeah, Joel Embiid after him. What is Giannis? Is he a center? Like let's get this fucking <laughs> let's get this let's get this out of the way. Is that guy a center for real, bro? Or is I don't he know like what Giannis is, man. He is everything, bro. I saw he got seventeen fucking rebounds with thirty four <laughs> points. I was like, the fuck? Giannis, <laughs> what is this guy doing, bro? He's the Greek freak. That's, yes. His name is literally like yo. He's everything. Giannis can do it all, man. Yeah. Fuck, he just man. can't shoot threes, but he's fucking amazing. He he doesn't need to shoot threes. That's the thing. That's how great he is. Yeah. He doesn't like his free throw th- uh, free throw shooting is decent and his field goal percentage is decent. He does not need to shoot threes. No, Giannis is a beast. He needs to leave Milwaukee. I'm sorry. I I agree. I agree. I agree. Yo, do you know who fucked up? Well, not fucked up. They just didn't live up to the hype. Mm. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew, nah, that's a shame, dude. Because I saw great potential in Andrew. Williams. Andrew Wiggins does not live up to that hype. Like Carl Anthony Towns is living his best life. He is, but Wiggins is just there. Like, ah, uh, dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him, man. It, it's just a shame, bro. That some niggas don't live up to their hype. Do you remember this one nigga in the Premier League named Shamak? <laughs> do you remember this fucking guy from Morocco named Shamak, dude? He's that guy that I feel like he's just like and, uh, Andrew Wiggins. He never yeah. lived up to the hype. I think Shamak, out of ninety appearances, he scored about four goals. Damn, it's the worst record than, than Nicholas Bentner, dude. That's worse, bro. Yeah, so that's why I feel about Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, not that bad, but it's mm. just one of those guys that lived up that didn't manage to live up to the hype. It's just it's sad, man. Imagine Rooney never became the player that he, he like he was meant to become. Yeah. And man, you know, it just would have been sad, man. I feel like that's gonna happen to Lonzo. Lonzo no no no, no. Lonzo was a, is good and he's getting better. But Lonzo Let's remember his first season with that fucking form that he had, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was a terrible three point shooter, even though he came into the league as a three point yeah. shooter, which is a fucked up thing. But this was the season where Lonzo was supposed to really show us like I'm Lonzo Ball. But not with LeBron on your team, bro. That's Everybody's good. shine kind of dims down when LeBron joins the team. That's yeah. why Kyrie wanted to leave. That's true. So, um, Lonzo, it's fine. He can be traded, but I do think he's going to be a great player in his in his career. He needs to go to a, a team at some point, maybe in, in five years. When he hits the five-year mark of his career, he needs to be the guy when he joins another team. Yeah. The way Kyrie decided to be the guy. Oh, man. I just hope my team, the Cavaliers, fucking... Cavaliers is your team. That, that's your team now. Listen, let me tell you. Fuck when, LeBron, here. when LeBron joined the Cavs as a draft, right? Right. LeBron was what actually got me into basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, me I, too. I was like, yo, people are just talking about this LeBron kid, like mm-hmm. young guy. So I started watching basketball. I was like, oh, he plays for the Cavs? Cool, I'll support him and his team. And then when he left to Miami, I was like, I'm a guy that likes to stick with the team. 
So I stuck with Cavs. I was like, fuck it. LeBron, you'll be my favorite player, but the team Cavs will be my team. Right? When we still had fucking Anthony Varejo of the Afro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember those days. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so anyway, now when we're super trash, my saving grace only is hoping we get the lottery pick. I need Zion Williamson to come. Everybody wants Zion, dude. And either he's Everybody. going to us or he's going to the Knicks. Cause Shit. And that's the thing. If we can get Zion, whether we trade him for something better, mm-hmm. for some stars, it helps us. Or we keep him, it helps us. Like, Zion is gold right now. This is my problem with these draft picks, bro. They are overhyped. They know how good they are as individuals, but the media yeah. make it... That's why they always say uh, LeBron's the only guy that managed to live up to the me- uh, to the hype of yeah, the media. That's true. Because since well, how long is his career now? Sixteen years, fifteen years. Mm. He's managed to be that great over that t- period of time. From the beginning, his first fucking season, he averaged twenty four points. Not a lot of rookies. players. Not a lot of rookies can say that, especially out of high school. Out of not high school, has to come out of college. No college experience, of, bro. Came out of high school and was passing. It's crazy. So, LeBron aside, it's fucking crazy. Zion Will, uh, Williams can fucking do that when he gets there. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it's crazy. I haven't seen a talent as hyped as Zion. In a while. Mm. Like, Lonzo had hype. Markel Fultz had hype. Lonzo had hype because of his dad. Yeah. More than anything. But no one really had talent hype as right. much as Zion has. Like, since... I agree with fucking, you. Fucking, I don't know, since... Since LeBron. Since LeBron. Maybe, yeah. KD. Maybe, KD. Maybe KD. or D. Rose. But but like, yeah, yeah. LeBron. Um, Zion is literally, like, that guy everyone wants. Yeah. Everyone's like, this guy's the future. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. If the Cavs can get that lottery pick, I'll be happy. Fucking trash. JR just doesn't play. He subs Haney for a living. That's wild. JR Smith is so. His career is amazing. I'm quoted to saying JR is trash, bro. Like He does not play. He has not played for months. He just sits on the. He's not even on the bench. He just sits at home. He's a part of the Cavs roster. He does not play and he gets money. He gets paid to sub Haney for a living. That is. That is how you know you've won at life. Oh. You can get paid to sip Hennessy for a living. Fuck, man. Fucking guy. JR. If JR just fucking laid up, LeBron would still be at the Cavs. LeBron would have <laughs> four championships to his name right All now. All JR had to do is go for the layup, and he ran out of the D. Fuck. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, uh, that's been your TNT report on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we're yeah. signing out. Uh, we need to sign out. How long was this one, man? This is good. We're on one thirty-six right now. Damn, it's a long podcast. It's a long podcast. We we went over the one one and a half hour mark. Yeah. Anyway, we're on Anchor. We're on YouTube. Anchor FM, actually. Anchor FM. Yeah. We're back to drunk podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. We're drinking. Maybe that's why we're rambling so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been a good episode. Saturday podcast, man. I like yeah. the feeling of this shit, man. We're, back, good. we're doing weekend podcasts from now on. No more Thursdays. Yep. Uh well maybe one day we'll go back to Thursdays, hopefully. I don't maybe know. Maybe one day when, when somebody cuts the check and I don't have to go to work during the yeah, week. Yeah, you know. If I can win the lotto. Yeah, sure. man. I'll still be podcasting if I win the lotto. <laughs> Trust. Hundred million in my pocket podcast. 
fucking all the fucking equipment. Yeah, that would be great, bro. We out of here. We're out of here. Uh, last time, just gotta say to all the listeners, we love you. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! To out. all our day ones, to everybody that's hearing us for the first time, shout out to you guys. Shout out to my girl, um, Nguli. Love you, baby. Um, shout out to the hoes. The hoes need some love the too. Hoes, yeah. Shout out to the ugly broads. Shout out to all <laughs> <laughs> all the mar- uh, marginalized groups out there, man. We love you yeah, guys. We man. want shout out disabled people on the podcast. Shout out to the cripples. Shout the out cri- to Croc Croc Croc. Listen, this is wild. Shout out to the crips. Gang gang in this wheelchair. Basically, rolling. Listen, man. Oh man, oh man, feels good, man. Saturday podcast, we're signing out, man. Bye, everyone. We out. <laughs>